and welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. Today, we actually have another interview for you, and this is from another Weight Watcher, somebody that is in the WW program that also travels for work. It's a fun interview. It's Full, it's full of good tips. You guys are really, really going to enjoy it, I promise. But before we get into that, I do want to share my weight loss, just like I do at the beginning of every episode, kind of share my journey with you guys. It is a monumental time because at the beginning of the year, I set out to get down to 175. I crushed that goal uh, from 192, and today I am happy to say that I met my ultimate goal of 165. Woohoo! I feel like I had my sound effects board, so I can throw in some uh, some fun sound effects there. But yes, this week I did finally hit my goal weight, so now the challenge is to kind of maintain that weight. A couple weekly accomplishments. Obviously, hitting my goal that's a big accomplishment. Uh, the podcast had over 500 listens, so thank you guys so much. I really, really appreciate that. And then also, I published my first blog post over at fitfortheroad.co that was did not have to do with the podcast necessarily, but it is a review of a product that I really, really like. It is the Hydrate Water Bottle, the Hydrate Spark. I believe it is, is the um, Hydrate Water Bottle that tracks your water intake. Huge fan of that. So check out that blog post if you are looking for a new water bottle and a smart water bottle that will actually track your water intake. So that's over at the website at fit for the road.co. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode. I am super excited about this episode, and it's funny that we're sitting here because the person that I'm sitting across from probably doesn't realize the effect that she's had on me continuing on every week with this podcast. Uh, it was early on, and I forgot I was sitting on a plane, and I was going through you know Instagram and looking at hashtags, and I found our guest and started liking, and we started you know commenting back and forth. And every episode, she's made a point to not only you know listen to the episode but comment on the takeaways, and it just. It feels so good, especially when it's podcasting, when you're sitting in your hotel room talking into a microphone and hoping like you don't have good analytics for podcasts. You don't know who's listening like YouTube. You at least see the viewership podcasts just go out there and you never really know who's listening. So it's been awesome to see uh, her comment and be super supportive of this podcast. So it's awesome that she's our second guest uh, for the podcast. So welcome, Tara. How are you today? I'm very well. How about you? I am living the dream. It's a little dreary outside and I heard we're getting snow as well. I Did you heard hear that, that tonight? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not ready for that. Cleveland needs to get his act together. <laughs> exactly. I can't handle this up and down stuff. It just doesn't no. work for me. So Tell us a little bit about yourself. So the journey that you're on, um, kind of, again, we're going to talk a little bit about travel, things like that, but tell us about yourself. So my journey started in September of 2017 with the goal, personal goal, of dropping 40 pounds by my 40th birthday. Excellent. Which will be this year. Woohoo! <laughs> and I'm two pounds away from that and what, like seven months away from my birthday. So I'm well within that two pound range. Yes, that so. final stretch. That final, final stretch. stretch. <laughs> and it's so hard. They always say like the first five pounds are probably your hardest because it takes a lot to start the journey. Yeah. But man, these last five pounds are just a struggle <laughs> up and down the same few pounds for the last few weeks. So, yeah. but there's time. 
there's time. There's time. Accountability. We're here. You know, the rest of the community's watching. Yes. <laughs> You're going to make it. We're going to push you over that finish line if we have to. Like, if I have to come run with you and drag you, I Great will. Great big shove. <laughs> exactly. So, and if you look at your Instagram, and one reason that we connected a lot was travel. So, you do travel for work. I do. I'm an internal auditor for a global company. So, I have both domestic and international travel that I do. Okay. And you have a trip coming up. I do. In about 40 days, I am traveling to Shanghai and Shenzhen for about two weeks. Oh, wow. Long trip. Very long trip. Yes. And then it's a long flight too. It's an extremely long flight. Um, My second leg, because flying out of Cleveland, as you probably know, there's no real nonstop. You're connecting everywhere. Yep. Hopkins needs to get his act together. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> but the second leg is, I want to say, 14 or 17 hour flight. Ooh, that's going to be tough. And then meals on board, I'm sure, are probably not Weight Watchers friendly. Actually, they, they're not that bad. So this oh, will nice. be my second trip to Asia. Okay. My first one yeah. was in December. Nice. And the food actually wasn't so bad. It's the unlimited of the... Um, champagne that you get because (laughs) being a business trip and being such a long flight i get to fly business class so i'm up in the first class type section so the unlimited alcoholic drinks (laughs) those might be a little bit of a challenge (laughs) (laughs) you drink your points drink your points Excellent. So with traveling, so what are some of the things that you've learned over now your journey? We were talking a little bit before the show, you know, you have you started this journey while you were traveling. So not only did you have to learn about, you know, weight loss, but try to do it on the road when you don't have that schedule. So what have you learned over that time? Um, The biggest thing is on Connect, there is another gentleman that did a lot of travel as well. I don't think he's on Connect any longer Mm -hmm. through WW. But I picked up a lot of the tips that I do now through him. Okay. And what are some of those? Share with so us. Yeah, some yeah. of those is the first thing that I do, depending upon how long my trip is going to be, um, domestic trips, some of them could be three or four days, quick in and out sort of thing. A lot of my international trips are two weeks usually. Um, so I tend to find the nearest grocery store and just pick up a couple items, like yeah. already pre-cut fruit already pre-cut vegetables just to have in my hotel room for me or the non-fat yogurt to keep in the room and I'll pack with me um, the star kissed yeah the tuna the tuna or the chicken mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the chicken the flavor chicken, ones yeah. I mm-hmm. love the chicken ones mm-hmm. and wasa crackers I'll take some of those with me because there are only a few points for yeah. a couple crackers and I'll have that I don't think I've tried those mm. they're pretty good excellent they have a uh, they don't they're pretty thin, so they don't have like a crisp taste like a cracker would, but mm-hmm. it's, it serves as a place to put your tuna or your right. chicken on. Right. And that's and basically all you bit. need. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll take the powdered PB2 with me a lot. Huge fan. Huge yeah. fan of that. And then Epic, the chicken sriracha Epic Ooh. bars. Yes, I yes, think yes. there are two smart points mm-hmm. for it. My favorite. So I'll throw those in my suitcase when I'm traveling. And I love stuff like that. It'll stay. Like, you don't have to worry about, like... You don't. You don't have to worry about it being refrigerated or anything like that. And then a lot of the hotels I stay at, they have the breakfast. So I tend to just have the eggs Mm -hmm. for breakfast, which is what I do at home. Yep. So I keep that same type of breakfast routine on the road that I do at home. 
the lunch dinner is where it gets a little bit more complicated because sometimes the clients or the businesses are taking you out for lunch. You don't know where you're going. You don't know how to account for it. You make the best decisions that you can. And then my dinners, if I'm out, dinners are like just a salad. Yep. Very simple. Keep it in at all balance. At low as possible. And that's mm-hmm. what I find with like the grocery shopping. I made the mistake early on to like try to meal plan. And I didn't find as much success with that as much as I did just trying to offset those meals. So like you said, having the, you know, the protein, um, the protein sticks or the chicken, like kind of offset. Don't try to like plan out all of your meals because that's just not going to work. When you're traveling for business, like you said, you're going to have those client events. You can't. It's not, I mean, and that's what I just ended up throwing away a bunch of food and it was a waste. And now I just try to, you know, have stuff to offset those decisions, if you will. Yeah, I make it more in my hotel room where it's like just snacks because I'm a snacker. I like to snack. Mm -hmm. So if I can have those healthy options, some celery sticks or cucumbers or something that gives me that crunch Crunch. like a potato chip would have, I'm fine. It satisfies that and then you can move on. Right. Absolutely. And I've even noticed a lot of the hotels now are starting to do like turkey offerings. Like I know Hampton, um, they're known for like having turkey sausage in the morning, which is awesome. And then cook to order, which I'm glad they're finally trying to, I mean, they're making note of healthier travelers and same thing with lounges. I mean, they're starting to get healthier too. Yeah. Let's be honest. The bacon at the hotels, they're disgusting. It's bad. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) I can be a vegetarian if I really wanted to be, but I will not give up bacon, Right. which is why I can't. Like, be a full-blown vegetarian. <laughs> it's all about the bacon. It's all about the bacon. Bacon makes everything better. So, what was your biggest challenge um, that you faced while traveling? So, you know, that you've had some great tips on, you know, what to purchase and things like that. But what has thrown you off track? Off track? Um, I think my hardest to stay on track is when I'm traveling international. Okay. Because, again, you they're not in the WW app, so you can't really find... I mean, you can look for something similar... Right. And account for it that way. I try not to always count my points when I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I, it it just makes it too hard to try, especially when I, only when I'm doing it international. Domestic, it's easy to do because we're here. Everything's in right. the app. Yep. But international travel has always been the toughest. And um, that's what you were saying. Come for your trip coming up, you can't deal with the uh, your f- food the looking back food at you. <laughs> looking back at you. So yeah, I was in Asia in December on business, and yeah, my food was always looking back at me. The fish <laughs> staring back at you. Your prawns staring back at you is the creepiest thing ever, and I had the hardest time to eat. So I ate a lot. At breakfast, because mm-hmm. they had Western-type food as well, so I was able to do fine for breakfast. Lunch, the office always brought in lunch, so I never knew what I was having for yeah. lunch. Ate it, because I didn't want to be rude, rude for right. the culture. Absolutely. So I ate it. Half the time, I didn't know what type of meat I was even eating. Yep. Yep. And that's how it was when I went to Cuba. It was the same thing. Like, I don't know what exactly this sandwich is. I just know it's been sitting out all day. Like, I don't know if I'm... Okay. <laughs> mm, yum. yum. Probiotic bar as soon as I can. <laughs> right. Dinners. Um, when I left for that trip, I packed a ton of RX bars with me. Yeah. So most of the time, that was my dinner or the Fiber One protein bars mm-hmm. were my dinners for a lot of the nights because one, I didn't want to venture out into the streets because... Right. I can't speak the language. No. They don't understand me. Right. And the menus don't have pictures that I could just point, point to. Like, I want that. I want that. Right. So. And that's what we're planning a trip to uh, Europe this 
um, summer for our five year anniversary. Oh. So I've like I've already started like trying to like understand and any tips like, on where to go in Europe. Let me know I because I I love Europe. Excellent. We'll have to talk about that offline because we're doing Dublin, London, and then Spain is our and Paris in between is oh, kind of our go to. Yeah. So we're gonna do like three or four we'll days talk of each later. One. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. And it's gonna be tough like not having what I'm used to here. Like I know that I can go to say Wendy's and get chili for low points or you know, and but I also don't want to not enjoy the food while I'm there. That's my you biggest know what? thing. So because this does relate to the podcast. Yeah. My biggest thing is when I'm traveling is I'm not gonna stress out over the points on things. Whether I'm traveling for business internationally or if I'm traveling for pleasure, you're going to end up doing so much walking. Right. Whatever you're eating is totally going to offset that. Yep. And I've had lots of success with my international trips where I've come back. And yes, I've been up on the scale. But I'm also the type where I will land Friday at 2 o'clock in the morning, 11 o'clock in the morning that Friday. I'm at a WW meeting getting on the scale. I have to keep in mind, I just walked off a plane. Right. So I have a lot of retention right. with that. And it's usually just a couple pounds, and the following week, I'm way down again. Yep. So don't worry about it. You'll, yeah. you'll, you guys will be fine. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, we're going to do a lot of outdoor activities. Like, with Spain, we want to do the flamenco dancing. And, like, there's going to be a ton of activity around it because I'm still – I am still going to, like, stay on the marathon training. Like, I can't stop that. Um so I'm still going to be doing running too, but I'm not, I don't want to, we spent, well, we didn't spend anything cause it was all points, but we, you know, we spent all those points if you will. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't want to not experience culture. I don't want to, you know, not go through the brewery tours in Dublin. And like, that's not, I mean, I know that I can drop back when I get back, I can go back to cut mode and, you know, drop that weight. I don't, I'm not going to not enjoy the food. You know what oh, I mean? No. I enjoyed everything. Scotland, London, Paris, Italy, all those countries over there had to offer. I enjoyed all of it while I was there. Right. And I've been clearly successful in my journey doing so. So Yeah, it's a good tip. You always, I mean, don't, it's not worth giving up that experience for the stress of the points. Don't stress over the points. You're going to be walking, you're going to be experiencing, and it's not, it's not fair to yourself. I mean, it's not, you're not going to stay on plan. No, you have to take this journey and not think of it as just... I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to lose weight. You need to incorporate how you want to live your lifestyle in with that journey. Absolutely. So for me, I refuse to give up my pasta, my beer, my wine, right. my pizza. Like I'm not giving that stuff up. No. I have it. Yeah. I don't have it all the time now. Right. And that's the thing. You learn those better. You know, I'm making a better choice today than I did, you know, before I started Weight Watchers because exactly. I'm not drinking a whole 12 pack. I'm having nope. a beer after, you know, uh, a long, stressful day. Right. Long, stressful day going for a run, like whatever that is. I'm not just going to sit there and drink the whole 12 pack. I'm going to, you know, just exactly. all good things in moderation. Exactly. So now with Weight Watchers, have you always been on the freestyle points or were you on the previous one? Um, when I started, I was on the previous one. And then I want to say a few months after I had started, it switched over to the freestyle. Okay. So for a majority of my journey, I've been on the freestyle. But this isn't my first WW go around. Yeah. I did it 10 years ago. Okay. And so it was very successful and... Got to a point where I got comfortable, so I started gaining and, and had a couple weeks of gains. And my husband and I, we had just bought a house, and that was just like a lot of stress there mm -hmm. that I just quit on myself with it. 
And then over a 10-year span, the 30 that I had lost plus another 40 got tacked on. So. And now back to it. So what do you, I guess, you know, comparing, you have experience with both programs, you know, what do you like about the new freestyle? You know, do, is there things that you like that you don't like? I know we've gone back and forth on a few things. Um, I think it gives some individuals, depending upon your willpower, too much freedom. Okay. So for me, I don't always have a strong willpower. I try my hardest on it. it sometimes I fail. Sometimes I'm really good at it. But I think for others, when based off of conversations I've had with people, it's the unlimited amount that you can have at the zero point. So they're overeating those zeros Mm -hmm. to have something else that may not be as healthy. So you need to have a good mix. So I try to make sure like, my protein is like more of a zero and then I fill it with healthier options or healthy fats to go along with that Yeah, to keep that momentum and my metabolism going a little bit more versus going, well, I just ate a bunch of oysters, so I can have all the wine I want now. Right. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No, It's no. counterproductive. You have to have a good blend of macros, I guess. Right. And I noticed that too. I stopped at, um, it was like, I think a gas station along one of my trips this week. And, uh, I picked up two eggs and I looked at the nutrition facts and like two eggs is 110% of your cholesterol for the, you know, for the day, your daily value. So that kind of made me think like, okay, unlimited eggs, like, you know, that's going to be a cholesterol issue. And then the, you know, the fruits and stuff like that, like that's a ton of sugar content. So that's one thing I wish, and I had said this on a previous podcast, I wish we knew a little bit more of behind the curtain of, you know, the calories and just help us balance that. Um, I agree. The, and like you said, just being able to have that unlimited, I think, again, I've, I've ran into that same thing. Like I've been, I've noticed myself binge eating like fruit, for example, and I know that's spiking my sugar. That's going to hurt me, you know, in the long run, but I have zero points, you know, so I'm going to eat right. as much and as I'm I really can. And I'm really snacky, so this is what I'm going to snack on. Right. And it's just not the best. So I think we agree there that that's one of the, um, one of the biggest issues. And what about um, the fruit too and smoothies, right? Yeah, I hate the fact that when you blend a banana in a smoothie that you have to count that banana for, I think it's like seven points or something ridiculous. Right. So I am all for hashtag team no blended fruit. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I just just don't count it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have smoothies often, so it's not going to, I have the mentality, I'm not having it often, so it's not hurting me. Right. Every once in a while, if it's if it was every day, it'd be something totally different. Yeah, it, it really depends. Some nights when I get home from my kickboxing class, especially if I do the two classes, so it's 90 minutes of kickboxing, mm-hmm. I'll come home and I'll make myself a blended smoothie because I need that like protein with it, and I'll put a banana in it. Yeah. I'm counting everything else, but I'm not counting that banana. That seven points or whatever banana, that's, that's totes cray-cray. Totes cray cray. Oh, completely. <laughs> so where do you find, so one thing I love about following you in your account is, you know, you have this, it seems like a network of people that you go back and forth. Um, I see you mentioned quite a bit. Um, what are some places that you find that inspiration to kind of keep going? You know, is there any specific call outs that you can think of or resources that are, have helped um, you stay inspired? Yeah, there's a few IG accounts that I totally get complete inspiration from. I, they've, you know, um, my friend Gia, we had go to the same meetings together. So we connected that way at the meeting first. And then at the same time, we both started our IG accounts too. So 
through her. And then I've met a few um, going to like a WW meetup. So a lot of my favorite people are local. Yeah. So it gives us a good connection because they understand like, oh, this weather's really crummy right now. I can't get outside yep. or I probably can't, but who wants to do this do in this. the rain? Right. No, nobody. <laughs> so I find a lot from that. And then again, just other people that I might not be around close by, they're just sharing the same struggles. Like we've bonded over the same struggles on things like, oh, the scale's not moving and things like that. So it's just finding those people and just having that bond with them and talking with them. Right, and, and building that relationship. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and we've even, you know, just yeah. gone back on a couple things and exactly. um, just building that community. And I think Weight Watchers does a great job of that, like that common thread of we're all doing this and we're better together. You know, yes. we find something, whether that be a trick or a hack or this awesome recipe, It that common ground is Weight Watchers. You know, mm-hmm. the WW, that kind of brings us all together. And so if you're listening to this and you're not, you know, maybe you're not on um, the WW train, that is a, that's been a huge thing for me is just finding that connection, you know, because we're all doing this together and we're on the same path. Yeah, yeah. And I have a few that, you know, they're not doing WW, they're doing keto or something, mm-hmm. but it's still a health style, weight loss, healthy living journey that they're on. So you find you find a bond. Right. You find that connection for sure. So I want to hit up the what I call the lightning round, and this is going to be uh, ten questions. Um, okay. Some are short, some are longer. Uh, that have to do with traveling, weight loss, and all that fun stuff. All right. Uh, so before we get to the lightning round, is there anything specific that you wanted to share with the audience? I know you brought some notes, so I didn't want to make sure that we covered everything. Uh, yeah, no, I think we covered a lot of the stuff that I do, and I am traveling. You know, getting to the nearest grocery store. A few of my favorite things that I like to pack: those wasa crafts the star kiss i keep the same breakfast at the hotel just to keep that normal routine for myself because i'm already out of my routine i think the biggest thing that i struggle with when i am traveling is utilizing those hotel gyms yes (laughs) the box of chocolates you never know what you're gonna get (laughs) try to get your try to get down there i always take stuff with me but try to get down onto the treadmill (laughs) yes yes just get some walking and some walking and like that's probably my biggest weakness when I'm traveling is that I don't stay as active as I do when I'm here. here. Excellent. So I, here, let's kick off the lightning round. Are you more of a coffee or a tea person? I am a coffee person. Yes. Now, are you the coffee person that likes just their, you know, regular cup of joe or do you like stuff with it? Oh, I, I have to have stuff with it. Yeah. I used to have to have so much creamer and sugar in my coffee and now I just use like some sort of flavored creamer in my coffee and for my entire journey I have been team no count coffee creamer (laughs) (laughs) I love all these teams that you're on (laughs) except for the last like week and a half I have been tracking like a newbie so I've been finding ways to have like lower point type creamer so like almond milk in my creamer with like the sugar-free syrups syrups to go in it to add that flavor and that sweetness a little bit to it nice i love that tracking like a newbie i love that fruits or vegetables um fruit more of a fruit person more of a fruit person excellent uh favorite workout favorite workout kickboxing yeah and that's where you just came from that is where i just came from i ran ran home showered got up here um no that that's my jam kickboxing is definitely my jam i am not a workout person. I hate activity. 
but put me in front of a bag with some gloves on and I will hit it for like 90 minutes straight. Oh man. I can. And that's what we were talking a little pre-show, just the amount of like the fit points that go into kickboxing. Like, I feel like I need to try this because that sounds super intense. Oh, it's so intense. I love it. And that's kickboxing, right? Mm -hmm. Kickboxing. Excellent. Favorite airline. Favorite airline? Uh, probably Air Canada, because that's the one I use the most when I'm traveling international. Nice. Air Canada. Uh, Marriott or Hilton? Or Hilton. other? Hilton. All Hilton. Same here. Team Hilton, for sure. Favorite airport? Favorite airport. Mm, let's see. I can't remember the name of the airport, but it's in London. Heathrow? Yeah, Heathrow. Heathrow. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I think we're flying into Heathrow for one of it's ours. A nice, it's a nice airport. What do you like about it? Um, I had a five hour layover there before I headed up to Scotland last fall and I really liked the, uh, uh, lounge that I had access to through our priority pass. Yes. That's a big one. And we should, let's, we'll circle back to priority pass. Um, what's your least favorite airport? Hopkins, just for the (laughs) fact that you can't get nonstop flights out of Cleveland. Yes. Yep. (laughs) And there's no, and like, so I fly Delta mostly and there's no Delta lounge, but we have priority pass, so it's okay. And the other lounge is there, but yes, Cleveland, if you're listening to this, we need to update our uh, routes. We need some more directs. Yes, for please. sure. <laughs> what is one food that you cannot live without no matter the points? One food. Um, well, if it has to be food, I'm going to say pasta. Pasta. Got to have the pasta. I love, I'm an Italian girl. I love my pasta. And I would assume that you've tried like the zoodles and the cali it's just not the same for you i have tried zoodles and i just don't know if i just don't know how to cook it properly but i just wasn't a fan i do like the trader joe's cauliflower gnocchi yeah so i just learned about this like this week and i'm gonna try tomorrow when i'm doing meal prep i'm gonna pick some up that's where i'm going after this i do like that um but fresh pasta nothing compares to it so I, you said if it has to be food. So what is one drink that you could not live without? No, wine. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> cannot go without the wine. Nope. <laughs> what is your favorite low point snack? And this doesn't have to be travel related. Just favorite low point snack. My favorite low point snack. Um, I'm going to say it's the Smart Sweets Sour Gummies. Oh, yes. There's three Smart Points for a bag. And I am a Sour Patch Kid junkie. Mm-hmm. Like, that has been a game changer for me. Like yep. I'll eat the Sour Patch Kids when I really want that more sour taste. Mm-hmm. But those gummies, those Smart Sweets. Yep. And you turned me on to those. I got them, picked them up at GNC and they were delicious. I got one of like each of the flavor, like the, because they have like the Swedish fish. They, and they have, have the Swedish the fish. Yeah. And I think the Sour Buddies are vegan. Oh, nice. Didn't they're good. Yeah. They, they stick a little bit more to your teeth. Mm-hmm. But they're still really good, yeah. and they're vegan. So yep. And I will throw links to those in the uh, in the show notes for sure. What is your favorite healthy restaurant while traveling? Favorite healthy restaurant and while what do you traveling? Get? Yep. So domestically, um, I'm just gonna say Chick Fil A. It. My boss laughs at me when I turn in my expense reports because my last domestic trip, I ordered Chick Fil A and I got the grilled nuggets and the zesty buffalo fruit cup and I ordered two so I had it the following day because I didn't know what time I was going to be back right and my boss was like you're the only person that can like, turn in an expense report with 30 something dollars from Chick-fil-A <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what you like you know, know what, you what like. I like right. so 
you can find those types of restaurants everywhere. So it's been like my go-to when I'm traveling domestically, yep. especially if I've had like heavier lunches and stuff like that. Right. It's a nice light alternative mm-hmm. for sure. And where can people find you online? I am, if you are within WW, you can find me on Connect. Um, it's T Lawrence 3113. And if you are on Instagram, you can find me at T Lawrence 3113 underscore WW. I will make sure that I put that in the show notes as well. So we had uh, kind of mentioned a little bit about it there, but uh, Priority Pass. Let's talk for a minute about Priority Pass in case viewers don't or listeners don't know what Priority Pass is. Um, Priority Pass is a club, would you call it? Uh, perk? Yeah, I mean, for me, I get it as a perk with my credit card. Same. Yep. And then you can sign up for it. Um, and I'll put a, again, a link in the show notes. You can sign up for it if it's not attached to your credit cards, but it is a, on a lot of credit cards. It's basically a membership card and it gives you access at airports where there might not be a lounge. It'll give you access to like a restaurant or a lounge or like in Atlanta, it gives you access to the minute suite. So if you want to, you know, go take a nap, you can. Um, but priority pass has been huge for me, especially flying out of Cleveland yes. because of Bar Beast, Simon. Or Bar Simon. Yeah, I was thinking B-Spot because your post. I know. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, Bar it's Simon. It's probably a restaurant that I can't I can't stop uh, eating at any time my husband mentions B-Spot. It's like, like, boom. Boom. There. Go. Let's go. <laughs> so yeah, Bar Simon at Cleveland. Um, great breakfast options. Long, I mean, just good food. Good food all around. Yeah. I mean, kudos to Chef Michael Simon for having that flagship restaurant right. within the Right in the airport. And it's all quality food. And again, it's nice to have that dependable meal. Like, you know that you can have a good breakfast before you fly that day. Because a lot of times I'm taking 6 a.m. flights because of the connections Mm -hmm. and knowing that I can go there and get, you know, an omelet or eggs or whatever it is and not have to pay for it. That's what's great great about priority passes. You have a certain amount to spend. And even if you're traveling with someone else. You can tack on somebody else with it. So I want to say it's like, Depending upon restaurants, it could be $25 to $28 mm-hmm. of food credit right. or beverage credit, however right. you want to look at it. Right. And yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember being in um, St. Louis and again, not, no lounges to speak of, um, but there was a spaghetti place or a pasta place on there and I ended up getting bumped. And the guy that, another guy got bumped as well. I was like, hey, I have this extra person. Like if you want to come on down, like we're, it's going to go to waste if you don't. So that was like 50 some dollars that we had to spend. And yeah. it's a tremendous value. I mean, even if you fly twice a year, you know, if it's you and your husband or wife, I mean, it's going to pay for itself if you have to even pay out, right? Because I think it's a hundred dollars for the year um, if it's not on your credit card, but definitely check your credit card. I know I'm on Amex, uh, the Amex platform comes with it. I don't know which one you're on. I have on. the Chase Sapphire Reserve that comes with it. Yeah. So check your credit card because Priority Pass is something that can definitely help you with, you know, your weight loss journey to get access to, you know, it could be a place to, you know, wind down with healthier food. You know, it's something that I definitely look to as a tool in my tool belt to lose weight while I'm on the road and make healthier choices. Yeah. Anytime I'm at an airport, I will check the app and see what's nearby because I I don't want to force myself to always have to go and eat quick for fast food. Like right. I try to avoid the fast food as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. If I'm having fast food, it's a Chick-fil-A or a Chipotle because I know I can get things that can fit within the plan. Yep. 
for myself, but to go to like McDonald's or Burger King, like I just, I, I don't do it. Myself, I, I can't, say, bring, I can't myself bring myself to do, to do it either. Absolutely. So thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate you coming out, thank meeting me halfway here. Me. I'm excited. And thank you again for, you know, and being an inspiration to me and keeping me going with this podcast. Aww. I really, really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I don't really find my, that myself is that inspirational, but your tips and tricks, like you've mentioned things that I've never even thought of in my three years of traveling. So thank you. I appreciate it better together. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. This has been episode 12 of Fit for the Road, recorded March 30th, 2019, and published April 1st, 2019. For show notes, visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for the production of today's episode. (laughs) 